The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Yes. How can I help you? It, Yay! It's time for a little cow seven five. Doesn't really work, does it? Five 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 seven cow. five cow. It's time for some handsome devil haiku. Are you guys ready for this? I am. I am. I, I feel like we've we've attained a level of class for opening with a haiku. If I, if I could crack my knuckles, that's what I'm doing right now. So everyone just pretend like I'm cracking my knuckles. Yay! <clears throat> Manners. That handsome devil, his bang staying patiently waits. Girl Scouts are inbound. There you go. Finger snaps. <laughs> uh, now I just want cookies. Goodness knows we have plenty of Girl Scout cookies here. Right. Ah. Well, that's we have a- Thin Mints. We got Samoas. We got Tagalongs. We got this is the new S'mores cookie. Mmm. Mm. Well, that's why every year I always, um, uh, when the when the neighborhood gals come to my uh, to my door, I always uh, you know buy you know a dozen boxes or so and ask that they go to the troops. So that was the reference there in case it's, it's lost on anybody. But uh, I just wanted to uh, I've chatted with uh, with our friend Handsome Devil a couple of times in Steam, and I am happy to report that he is doing well. And it is always good to hear from him. And uh, I think it's important for us to remember that there are guys with ships out in the world. Uh, who can't play with us right now because they are serving their country in dangerous and faraway places. So uh, a shout-out to all you guys, uh, be you fellas or gals uh, from here, the the United States, or or, or another country that you're serving. Uh, We love you, we miss you, and we look forward to seeing you back in the verse very, very soon, TM. Uh, so, Mark, um, I'm you. You understand the etiquettes of what can be said and what can't be said about stuff like this. Uh, can you share with us a little bit, an update of what's going on uh, for Handsome? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I've spoken to him a couple times now too. Uh, basically, he's you know he's been off for a while now. He's still got uh, he's about a third of the way done. So he's got some time left. Uh, mm-hmm. He's over in the Middle East and uh, he is enjoying. Uh, let's see what would uh, would be the the coming of the summer over there Ooh. so mm. yeah it's never good um, mm. but uh, you know exactly say so he's doing well lots of lots of very very long days but uh-huh. uh, that's to be expected and you know one thing you guys don't notice very much uh, when you get deployed um, anyone that's been in the military will know this your weekends don't exist anymore when you're actually yeah. in the field so when you're actually you know out you know uh, outside the wire so to speak uh, there are no weekends oh wow yeah I remember when I added it up, so I went, uh, I was out there for the majority of a year, and I realized I had missed like a month and a half of weekends, if you just took all my Ouch. weekend days and put them together. Yeah, it's terrible. Absolutely oh. terrible. That's the worst. So, Do you uh, just exist uh, 24 hours a day, always on call, basically? Well, no, it's just, you just don't have weekends. So you just, I mean, you work seven days a week, all day, every day. Yeah. And you just don't really huh. think about it. 
Um, mm. and, then, and then you sit there and you realize, what the, I don't, what? Like, I haven't had a day off in forever. And you realize, oh, God, I haven't even had a weekend day. I, so I've got to ask, what's it like the first Saturday that you have off when you get back? Um, well, you know, it's weird. Uh, I, I know, I just realized now it's been uh, 10 years ago is when I was actually uh, deployed, about almost exactly this time time of the year, 10 years ago. So yeah, time flies when you're having fun, apparently. But um, <laughs> Are you part of uh, Afghanistan then? No, I was in Iraq. Uh, so I was pr- part of Iraqi uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, so it says my little medal. Okay. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no. So yeah, I was still in Iraq. It was just, um, I would be 2007 or so. Um, right before the buildup, uh, what was the, I guess it would have been, um, gosh, who was that? Was that when Obama first started? No, that was still George Bush Jr., I think. Yeah. Yeah, very end mm. of his term. Yeah, very end of his term. Yeah, there, It wasn't the surge under under Obama? I can't remember. No, whoever it was, I don't remember then. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a massive buildup over there. Uh, right at the tail end, I got like a month of it. Um, and that's when all the bad guys kind of went away. Because mm. we were just flooding them with dudes. And then, you know, invariably then we left and they all came back. So, you know, whatever. But anyway. It's like a, that's like a crop season. It is a little bit like a crop season, yes. It is. Or like the growing season down here in Florida. But not really because it's <laughs> always growing. That didn't really work. Well, one of the things that uh, that Handsome did share with me is that uh, he does listen to the show. Um, I think he listens to the show every week, and uh, but he has to go through uh, quite a bit of of, uh, of work to actually download it. The, the internet's not good where he is, and uh, so he uh, he dedicates a significant amount of effort to uh, getting our show so he can listen to it. And I, you know, that that makes me feel good. You know that. Uh, that uh, that he enjoys it enough to um, uh, to go to all that trouble. So uh, hopefully we're doing something he he likes. <laughs> so we must be if he's just spending a lot of time downloading it. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think he sleeps while it's downloading. So that's entirely possible. Yeah. You know. But anyway. So um and Mark. Mark yet? Yes. Are yes. you still there? Okay. Yes. Uh, click on that link. Is this anywhere near you? <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I was clicking on it before the show, and I'll be damned. It's like an hour away from me. Know, is it really? Yeah. Oh it my really god! Is. I just clicked yeah. on that link, and the audio. Holy cow! <laughs> no, Mark Are cow. you ready to get wild? <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. I yes. Know. Yes. So, um, from time to time, uh, we here in the Versecast virtual hangar uh, like to share our hashtag. That would be the uh, TGWS hashtag with folks from other pursuits of fun. And I think this one may be. Uh, my favorite to this point, and um, is this is this what's currently trending as TGWS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I, f- I forget what the uh, what the act what it actually stands for in the context of what they do. Um, Rocks gone wild. T- yeah, TGW Spring Break seventeen is what's going on now. Uh, so I I guess you put those together and you get uh, TGWS. Who knew? Yeah, it's the um, anyway, but it's it's like uh, mud. There's like a mud park, and they have um, you know, off-road vehicle races Red and what have you. Mud park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah so there'll be a link in the, the show Redneck notes. Mud Park. Yeah. As a matter of fact, oh. it is. Um, so uh, anyway, but I thought that 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 was uh, pretty cool. There was um, for a while. What did, what did we have? We had uh, two girls watch shows. I think it was. Um, <laughs> we we were sharing a hashtag with, yeah. and uh, and they didn't last very long, but. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, did a did a, um, a shout out on the twitters uh, to these folks and said, you know, hey, we're happy to be sharing the hashtag with you, and they liked us back. So, you know, uh, 
I used to do. That's um, funny. Uh, uh, I had friends that were into uh, you know semi pro am or motorsports, and so I spent a fair amount of time uh, hanging out with them and helping out. And uh, this kind of stuff is fun. It's really really fun. I mean, it's expensive. Jesus, it's expensive. But if you're one of the one of the uh, participants, but um, just really? uh, you know, you know, motors making loud noises and and uh, stinking up the air with uh, you know petroleum products, you just can't beat it. Oh. I, I gotta say, I see. I'm watching the like. It, as low volume as possible, but I'm watching the uh, like little YouTube sting, mm-hmm. and I kept waiting for him to go Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the end because it just it just like screams it's sort of like monster truck rally sort of style. <laughs> it's fantastic. It is very cool. I, I need one of those trucks. I, well, I, we need to we need to get some of these in the game. You know, you know, forget really? that there's a rover. We need one of these. This is monstrous. Well, here, here's the next question. At some point, we're going to see uh, the Redneck special version of the Ursa Rover with big old jacked up tires and the giant suspension. Be like, yeah, this is what I go roving in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so, alrighty then. Guys, how are we doing? Good. Can't complain. Really? Okay. I have con- I've continued to feed my uh, my Dungeons and Dragons uh, growing addiction. I now own, along with the player's handbook, the Dungeon Master's Guide, and the Monster Manual. Atta boy! Uh, spent with my tax returns. Woo! Hooray! Go USA! Well, you know, there's a, an app coming out pretty soon. Uh, I think it's going to be D and D Beyond. Yeah, I'm in the beta. <laughs> oh, are you really? Oh, nice. How's, how's that yes, working out for you? I'm- uh, they launched the compendium, the spell lists, and the monster uh, listing. It's all on the website online. Mm-hmm. Um, the app will come a little bit later. It's super handy because you can search by challenge rating. You can search by uh, alphabetical. You can search by like location. So if you're like, well, I only want to deal with monsters that are like level 6 and below, and I only want them to, to live in the Underdark, show me what you have. And bloop, give you a nice. list of all the stuff that you so. Very nice. Yeah, it's just really neat stuff. That and then, of course, Andromeda. Uh, oh, well, Andromeda. We'll talk about that. We will that get minute. there. We will get yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm <laughs> dreading it. <laughs> Hold on to that pain. All right. Well, today is Mark 20th. See? It's Mark 20th. Hooray. It's another <laughs> my day. <laughs> it's the first day of spring for all y'all in the northern hemisphere on the earth. So, over um, for, for our friend Hanson, it would be spring too, wouldn't it? Beginning of spring? Correct. Okay, okay, but it's it's hot. I mean, it's point well, depending being, depending on hot. where you're at. Uh, yes, it can be, or it could be All very right, cool. Well, well, handsome, get in the shade. Um, and you are tuned to Marcusode number one forty-five of our show. We are those guys with ships, and this is the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. Think of us as a most satisfying postprandial belch. Hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What is? I have questions. What does postprandial mean? Mmm, it means after you done et. Wow. Gleep. Your thesaurus <laughs> is showing. <laughs> wow. It's enormous. <laughs> All right. And, uh, guys, we do. We do. We do. We have some sad news to report. Um, Jimmy has been captured by agents representing the Vanduul Endowment for the Arts. <laughs> uh, something to do with the illegal possession of a ceremonial dagger. But the nice thing is that that um, will go well. If you do the the backwards math relative to when the pertinent episode of his show Quantum Drive aired, allowing of course for a little travel time and the speed of light and stuff like that, we now know exactly how far Vandal Space is from our home Earth. 
Now, Jackson, we're pulling for you. You hang in there. If we had a Patreon, we would be raising money for your ransom, but we don't. Um, and remember, if challenged by a naked Vandal warrior, run the other way as fast as you can. Because that means I'm they're good. I'm not sure if that. If, yeah. I'm not sure if that that uh, that would apply to Patreon's terms of service. Sure. Raising money for a captive. <laughs> Support now. We would have to Indiegogo instead. Yeah, I think you'd want <laughs> Maybe, to. Maybe, yeah. You get mm, Kickstarter. Like Kickstarter. See how that goes. We don't have one of those either. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Kickstarter. Uh, the Kickstarter perk is uh, he's alive. Yeah. That requires feet. <laughs> and who has those? <laughs> All righty. So, um, guys, it is time for another those guys with ships. Twelve seconds. Spoiler free movie review. That's right. Kong Skull Island. Now, have you guys seen it? Nope. Nope. Ready go. Ah. <laughs> I think I think we will get this done in 12 seconds. <clears throat> Here's my review. Don't put that in your mouth. You don't know where she's been. That concludes no our those guys with ships 12 seconds spoiler free movie review. I go was tying it. it and that or timing it that was actually 8.9 seconds. So, wow. yeah, you had another Clearly three seconds he, he, of he was going for punctuality yeah. and, and succinctness this time around. I was trying to get a 3.2 second awkward silence in at the end. Yeah, you, you did pretty good, I think. I mean, we almost made it had Ace managed to just, you know, just hold on a little longer. <laughs> so, does that mean what's so what's a, a verbose version of these like 14 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 we, seconds just right out. We just called the Jimmy just stretching version. this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really enjoyed it. So I encourage everybody to go see it. Um, the same folks that did the uh, the most recent remake of Godzilla. Um, so it's oh really? It's a, it's a different uh, it's a different twist. It's not it's not the monkey you've come to expect. So oh. I definitely uh, definitely say check it out. Hmm. All righty. So uh, what do you say we talk about some Star Citizen? <clears throat> Wow. Star Citizen. Like, just like... (laughs) (laughs) I petered out there for a moment. I got bogged down in one of them them thar mud holes. (laughs) Mud holes. You got lost over there. I got lost over there. Um, So, anyway, uh, just uh, real quick, the uh, production schedule report and the weekly newsletter. uh, The aim date for 2.6.2 release is still the 23rd. That is three short days from today so um and as it is that today's almost over that's for the better part two only two days left so um we're we're excited for that it's going to have that that uh that multiplayer mega map in there and uh some other things behind the scene no new ships i think they they did uh update us to uh that that was the case there was not gonna be any surprise ships in there but um it's it's the next step on the road to 3.0 so that can't be a bad thing and um, then we had the newsletter. And the newsletter, there wasn't a whole lot in there that I saw. I don't know if you guys saw anything, but there is something, which we will be getting to later, that I I just don't get. But um, okay. <clears throat> allow me to tease it like that for now. Um, and we are going to do it. We're going to do it right now. We're not going to wait till the end of the second show where it ends up getting pushed to next time. We are going to answer the mail to us from our friend, Jonathan Cooper. Do you believe it? Wow, it's taken, I mean, months. But hey, we're doing it. That's all that matters. (laughs) Let's do it. We apologize. Instead of stalling, let's actually do it then. (laughs) Okay. Well, but but before we get to that, um, 
Just, <laughs> just push it off to next episode. Yeah. Uh, so Jonathan wrote to us a, a while back here, so I apologize if, if this is um, a little bit of, of spilt milk under the bridge already, but I, I think it's, it's still uh, uh, worth discussing briefly. Uh, he says, hey guys, wanted to pass this along as a discussion topic or at least an informative topic for the community. This guy did an in-depth netcode analysis for Star Marine. It's interesting how much information you can glean by running a packet capture and analyzing while pl- analyzing it while playing Star Citizen. But this guy did that, broke it down, and called out some pretty significant reasons why the game is so laggy currently. And also took the time to compare the results with other AAA titles and their performance. So overall, there are three main issues with the Star Citizen netcode um, as of that point. And this was just prior to um, uh, the release of 2.6.1. So this was when we were just at 2.6. He said, the uh, update frequency is too low, um, 30 hertz versus 60 hertz. I don't understand the hertz. What are the hertz? Uh, Well, essentially, it's it's actually a a per second is what it amounts to. Um, Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so this is basically the amount of resolution from the server uh, that it gets from the client. So... Uh, if if I update you say ten times in a minute, then you have you know ten images of where I'm moving from left to right, right? Mm-hmm. If I update you twenty times, mm-hmm. then you have a much smoother picture mm-hmm. of where I've been. Right. So the idea is that this is thirty updates a second versus what is mo- in most games sixty updates a second. Usually that that allows for better predictability from the server, better scanning and and impact from the server. Because you may fire, say, a gun between update uh, 8 and update 9, but the server doesn't get that until update 9. Whereas if you're 20, then, you know, you might have updates, you know, between update uh, uh, 15 and 16, which is half the time within between the, you know, the, the 10 uh, updates a second model. So it's with greater resolution, the amount of times the server gets pulled from the client about what's going on in-game. Okay, so it's, it seems like this, if that's the standard, and we know that definitely CIG is, is all about pushing them standards, uh, we can uh, assume that we're going to be doing 60 hertz or better um, at some time at in, some point. in um, the future. Okay, not necessarily. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, not, not, to, not to belabor it, but uh, to give you an idea, what they're talking about is update, you know, exactly what it means, updates from the server at a time. Uh, to give you an idea, um, I happen to have looked at this, I don't know, I randomly picked up some of this stuff, so... Counter Strike Sword or Counter Strike Go, where it was mm-hmm. global offensive, is kind of the the gold standard for Twitch shooting. Okay, to give you guys an idea, they mm-hmm. have they run at it's either sixty or sixty four hertz servers, sixty four updates a second, or one hundred and twenty eight ones. Um, to give you an idea, uh, MMOs typically run between somewhere in three and ten updates a second. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so well, it's a lot, lot much. I mean, I, I don't know. I I wonder if that changes between dungeons. Uh, it's typically like, if you're running around in the well, you in think the about world. all the information they're sending, and that's really the key yeah. too. Is how much information are you sending, and how important is it is it that a person gets it? You know, within as fast time as possible. And that's really what it comes down to. In a Twitch shooter, extremely important. Hmm. Uh, for someone in an MMO where, you know, you're just, it's not as important. There's just, you know, A, there's, uh, it's not as reliant on those reflexes. Uh, you have a little, mm-hmm. you have a little give. So this one is kind of in the middle ground at the moment. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Not necessarily a bad thing. I know there are people who said, oh, well, it should be a lot higher. You know, how am I supposed to be able to game this way? And a lot of this is coming from the Twitch community, which is fine. 
Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, this but, this is this is also sometimes referred to as as uh, tick rate. Yeah. And and the Overwatch community had a big deal about exactly twenty. They have like about twenty somewhat uh, tick rate versus like like he mentioned uh, Counter Strike, which is set around sixty. So you get wow. Yeah. And well, so what it yeah. is, what it amounts to is, is that uh, um, shoot. You know, I was just going to say something. Oh, so the way you counter that, <laughs> the way you counter that typically in games is having a higher time to kill, more armor, and so forth. And uh, something else that I forget about. But the key is that with that more armor um, and the way they're aiming too, it's a little bit fluid the way you aim, which makes it a lot harder. Uh, and there's a lot more, there's a lot more bullet spread kind of thing. So in Counter Strike, literally wherever you have your cursor at is where it hits, regardless. Okay. That's how people do those like you know 360 no scope things with the sniper rifle and stuff like that. Um, that type of stuff. That's the way you counteract having a slow tick rate. Um, oh. So it's less that allows your servers to be less beefy, allows them to do other stuff. Um, it also allows for more information to be passed bet- during those ticks, which is where he, I think, brought up his second point. Yeah, yeah. yeah he so he mentions that the uh, the size of the updates is too big, and uh, we're supposed to insert a funny meme here. Or it's too damn high. I think that's the the, the, yeah, the, the rinse is too damn high guy, right? Indeed. Yes. Ah, all right. Funny meme. Yay. So, the updates sent uh, each cycle are very, very large compared to other games. Now, before we, uh, we we move too far on, now this is the Hertz thing. That is, uh, apart from where you rent your car when you're going on vacation, <laughs> is also is different than FPS and frames per second, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay, okay. Because I know, I know, especially for folks, the, uh, the VR community, you have to have really high FPS, otherwise... You get the nausea, right? Yes. Well, FPS is largely uh, a, a, a measurement of your machine's ability to produce uh, uh, frames on a game. So, you know, if I play Tomb Raider at uh, ultra high resolution, my frames drop down because the system has to take more time to process and produce that high quality frame. So I go from, say, 60 to 30 because the system takes more energy to produce that next frame so the number of them in a given time decreases mm-hmm. there are server accommodations that are involved in some of that which is where we, you know you might have a computer that can run you know uh, Skyrim at super ultra super fancy amazingness but then mm. when you play Star Citizen you're having uh, uh, issues with yeah, chugging along because of some optimization issues. Yeah, and that, okay. I think that does largely. There is something to be said for that. I don't remember how that exactly works. The FPS that, that servers uh, show versus what people can get. I do know there is a cap on that. You know, if your server can't produce things fast enough, it will slow down the other yeah. you know, the clients. I know well, in I, Arma that happened all the time, and they do have an FPS yes. counter on the servers that if you manage the server, you can keep track of. It'll and hitch. Exactly. It would be, you know. You know, you get a 50, 40, 50 you know frame server. You're really you're really moving pretty well. Or FPS server most of the time. It's you know sometimes it dips below you know twenty five or twenty, and then you're like, oh crap, I really need to get rid of some add ons and things. So I know that that does have that does play, and I think he was mentioning that as well uh, in the article, if I recall reading the uh, the gentleman that uh, um, Jonathan Cooper's talking about. Okay. Yeah. And um, there's something to be said for for the the size of updates being too high. I mean, you could have uh, a packet carrying too much data like there you know uh, a lot of that is trying to figure out what is extraneous and what's necessary mm-hmm. and parsing the amount of information sent to the server down to what is at the extreme 
the most necessary. I'm leaving the clients to handle everything else. Right. Because the less data you have to send, the more times you can send it. Right. All right. And then the the third uh, uh, factor, of course, would be the number of regionally available servers. And so, like I said, this was right before 2.6.1 launched. And with the launch of of 2.6.1, there are now servers in Europe and Australia also, but just in three locations. Now, I I believe that there are plans to expand and have server locations uh, in many more places so that everybody can uh, can have a shorter ping uh, to or a smaller ping to uh, their local server where they're getting into the universe, as it were. So, um, and he he concludes here. He says the first and second issue, uh, the, uh, the the uh, the update frequency and the size of the updates are going to be resolved in time. They just uh, they haven't gotten to the optimization passes yet, so that's that's the case. And uh, the last one, um, the number of regionally available servers, that's going to begin to be resolved with the release of 2.6.1, which has already happened. And I know that a lot of folks uh, over in uh, in Europe and in Australia have already reported that uh, that things are much better for them. So so somebody else in the world besides Amontillado has a single digit ping. So that's that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> And I will include a link to the uh, YouTube video that he referenced here uh, in the show notes. So thank you, Jonathan. We uh, a good question, good conversation stuff. Uh, apologize that it took us so long to get to it. But speaking of things technical, um, it's time for a new segment um, called we're going to call it. I think uh, it's a working title. Oh, okay, okay. Matt. Mad Cow Ryzen. I think uh, we need to we need to commission Credence Clearwater to write some music to go along with this. <laughs> uh, it's the it's the dawn of a new dynasty, and, and I know Mark had re, had re requested a fanfare of mouth trumpets uh, uh, blaring in his honor. So I don't know. Ace, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that your mouth trumpet's a little off key there, buddy. That feels fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and yes, that's right. We did say die nasty. <laughs> Dyn- dynasty, uh, dynasty. Boy, you're just you're just you're just hitting it on the puns tonight, man. Yeah, she's nailing them. I know. It's raining here today. I don't know. It's, it's just weird. Uh, so, Mark, you ordered the chip. They sold you the chip. You have received the chip and installed the chip. Tell us all about the chip. Oh yeah. So, uh, so I, I you know I jumped on the bandwagon of the early adopters of the uh, AMD, AMD's new uh, CPU. The mm-hmm. Ryzen series R Y Z E N. Yes, I got a, <laughs> uh, I got a seventeen hundred X. Yes, no, yes. Wow, because wow. of course it had to be X. Exactly, X. Uh, the X just, uh, denotes uh, some you know whatever some overclocking ability of it, uh, but it's not really important. Uh, what it amounts to is it's the second highest one. The top one I did not go for. Honestly, I probably could have gone for the next one down, which would be the seventeen hundred. Uh, largely, this first batch of them seems to be just a case of really, um, you know, where they had clocked it at. Uh, but uh, most of them seem to be able to overclock all about the same. Mm-hmm. Um, very nice, eight cores, uh, sixteen mm-hmm. threads. So it's got like a hyper-threading thing, kind of like uh, uh, Intel's had. As far as the chips go, I also got a board uh, for anyone that really cares. I got a, a Gigabyte Aorus uh, gaming. Let's see, what is it? Uh, AX three seventy gaming. A, or no, Gaming 5 board, rather. Gaming 5. And then uh, I got, got me some RAM, because who doesn't need RAM? Some DD4 RAMs, DDR4s, nice. uh, Corsair Vengeance LPX, DDR3000. RAM is always nice. Yes. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, All the numbers. So, yes. 
Uh, that's that way. You know, anyone wants to build my machine, there you go. I'm also running a How Radeon. How many of the of the RAMs did you get? How many? Uh, I only got 16 gigabytes, so two okay. eight gigabyte sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, for these guys, they recognize they recommend the single. Uh, single-sided, I can't remember what they call it. Um, essentially, it only has RAM on one side of the chip. Single whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samsung stuff apparently seems to work well, and that those that uh, RAM happens to have it. Um, overall, uh, I think uh, the way people... A good way to describe it is a... a what's the word? A good gaming CPU mm-hmm. and a great everything else CPU. Okay. Right, it'll do all kinds of stuff. You can stream, you can be coding, crapping everything else. That, that workstation types of stuff, um, any kind of art stuff, video encoding. Like I said, that's a huge one for those. A bunch of other things. If you're doing lots of things, mm-hmm. great CPU. Still mm-hmm. a very good CPU, good gaming CPU. Not the best, but mm-hmm. still very good. Now, um, but it's it was cheaper, right? Than than a comparable Intel chip. Ex- excessively cheaper. Um, the okay. ones they were comparing it to were exceedingly, I mean, like half the price. Um, okay. And it's mainly panned out to be about, I mean, it was reasonable. Obviously, Intel dropped their prices uh, considerably and kind of got them back in line a little bit. Um, but, if you know, if you're looking for solely for a gaming CPU, that's it for right now. Mm-hmm. As it is today, gaming is today, um, then you'd probably want to spend that same amount of money on uh, the comparable Intel chip. However, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a little, little future-proofing, can't have, mm-hmm. can't go wrong with more, more, uh, more cores. More cores, yeah. Can't go wrong with more cores. And um, the nice thing about AMD is they'll keep this AM4 socket for several generations, so allowing to upgrade CPUs if I so choose. Which okay. typically Intel doesn't. They like to release a new socket every time they do something, so that you kind of have to get the whole kit and caboodle, uh, which is kind of a pain. So, well, what they what they've said though, uh, the reason why it's that's not as important for gaming right now is because um, many modern games or many contemporary games aren't utilizing more than a single core. Isn't that right? Uh, it's weird. So a lot of them benefit from what they call oh man, IPC, uh, ICP, whatever it is. It's uh, something you're clown so into the weeds this episode. I love it. Instructions per clock, IPC. Oh, okay. What's uh, that ICP. Yeah, I, yeah. Instructions per. Are clock. you not down with the clown? We uh, we is. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> your juggalo is showing. <laughs> Get them juggalos. Oh, uh, jeez. Magnets. How do they work? Um. So scary. But anyway. Ow! I bit my tongue. Oh, jeez. Well. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Put some ice on oh. it. It's what you get for all your puns. Yeah, pretty much. I know. Now you got to finish. <laughs> You're gonna be all thick tongue the rest of the episode. Oh, that's the pun fairy got me. <laughs> pun fairy. Oh man. Yeah, but anyway, the way it works uh, is lots of things are still using a single core. Mm-hmm. They use the other cores for other things. Mm-hmm. So it's not, but a single core performance. Lots of times, that's where the main thread for a game runs. Um, and there are certain things that kind of are required to run on that as it is now uh, with most games. Mm-hmm. Some games don't. Battlefield 1 doesn't at all. I mean, that thing uses all the cores. Um, oh, good. Good. Yeah, actually, I was playing Ghost Recon Wildlands, and, I mean, you, it spreads them all out. does a fantastic job uh, of utilizing all of that. And there's some, oh, you good. know, give and take on those, but uh, there are games that do it. Obviously, Star Citizen, they are, have already said they're tra- they're planning on, you know, parallelizing as much as possible. So, spreading oh, it throughout. Yeah, and there are some limitations to that, but uh, they're trying to do it as much as possible. And uh, they also just said that they're... Uh, uh, some of the guys said that they are indeed uh, planning on using Vulkan as their main API, as long as uh, so moving from DirectX 12 rather to Vulkan, which is uh, OS agnostic. 
So it allows okay. them to do things and it makes it easier to a transition for Linux. Um, mm-hmm. Things like that, which is obviously the Linux community love. As well as it had some other things where um, one interesting thing about Falcon, real quick, is that uh, the idea is using that would allow you to utilize any GPU. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, okay. Wait, but get it. With any other GPU, with however many you can fit on the board. Oh, wow. And wow. benefit from all of those. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, they, they, yeah I've, I've read some slides, heard some things, and that's the idea. I mean, they're, they're doing that. That's kind of where they're going. Um, it will huh. work. Is it really functional? I don't know. I don't know it, yeah. to what extent that goes. All I know is that that is something that they're trying to do with that. So pretty neat API. So if, if, if Star Citizen goes that way, that really opens some very friendly doors uh, as far as no, that's is concerned. This, yeah. Isn't Star Citizen being developed for Unix? keep forgetting that they it's, were talking about that at one point. It, well, I mean, a lot of their server Linux. stuff runs on a Linux base, but... Yeah. but I remember hearing about that. That's not necessarily... I, that doesn't... That, that's not necessarily the clients. You know, lots of things run on, you know, Linux servers, but then are actually, you know, are actually Windows-based games. I mean, the clients are all Windows. So it's it's very, very common to have that, you know, both of those. Right. Um, yeah. 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 We, there is a Roberts uh, Space Industries org called Linux Users Group. Yep. Yeah, yeah, nice. I had forgotten about that, that they were building it for Linux. All right. Well, very cool. Yeah, no, very uh, – it's good. To, it, competition is good. So, it is. Um, it, it's good to hear that the, that is, um, is, uh, is working out for you. And, uh, you know, especially uh, as, as things develop with Star Citizen, we'll be interested to hear uh, how, how your cores get exploited. I want to know how my cores get exploited. <laughs> oh, uh, real quick. I do want to say um, – let's see. So, um, Saldus, T.Y., Right, Ty. Mm-hmm. He got. Mm-hmm. He and I got virtually the same thing. We were in conversation the entire time, and trying to get this stuff together was ridiculous. There were all kinds of shortages in uh, in parts. I actually had a guy. Uh, I had a friend um, who lives back where I used to live, and there's a micro center over there, which is an East Coast fries kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he actually. I, I I ordered my stuff from Amazon. It got back ordered indefinitely. Yeah. Literally pre ordered yeah. it. Pre ordered it a minute after it came online. Both both uh, Saldus and me did. Mm-hmm. Both of them got backordered indefinitely. The 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 the, the um, pre-stocking or whatever the stuff was terrible. So I had one of my friends actually was going over a micro center. I had him run in the store that day. He got off at lunch. He decided to take a half day. So he ran and found the stuff. They had they had ones they were keeping solely for people that came in the door, uh, which they tend to do. Uh, so he packed it up. Mailed off to me. It took me two days. Took him two days to get it there, and uh, so, I, so I so I got it before anyone got it on Amazon. Because well, Amazon, it's important to have friends. Yes, it is. It's lovely having friends. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, so Saldus um, Fable Junkyard. He also got him. He jumped on ship uh, a couple days after I got mine installed and running. And then his brother Hardpoint uh, is also moving in on on that. So now we're getting that, and we're all waiting for the Vega release, which is the new AMD uh, graphics card. Should be coming out in the next month or so. Wow! Look at yeah. you with all the improved technologies. Well, you know what I figure. I really, really, and the reason I got this, honestly, guys, was to support the competition. Mm-hmm. In, Intel's mm-hmm. just been destroying it for so long, which is fine in the gaming market but the prices have skyrocketed accordingly so I want even if this is a second best for gaming and it is still mm-hmm. a very very good and it, and it should get better um, but for the price point um, yeah supporting the competition and really helping them you know is is I think well worth my dollar 
I want to see. I'd like to see competition again, and, and they look like they should be able to do it. So, hopefully well, you sa- you save some money, and, you, and it doesn't sound like you've sacrificed uh, any appreciable amount. No, of no, and I was and I was really due for an upgrade anyway. It's been about four and some change years since I upgraded last. Ooh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Not my yeah. graphics card. I mean, no one can go without that in gaming, but uh, you know everything else. So yeah, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, it's been all the buzz this week, so we should talk about it, too, uh, around the verse. Around the verse level design. Hooray. Level design? No. Air hockey confirmed. Hello. Hello. Did you see it, too? I mean, it looks good. Backlit and everything. How how many times did I see it? More more than I have fingers on my left foot. Uh, Wait, wait. Are you a monkey? Um, so anyway, this week, uh, lead technical designer Kirk, this is the official uh, description of the show, lead technical designer Kirk Tomei joined Sandy Gardner on this week's episode to share a detailed look on level design. Studio director and global head of production Aaron Roberts reports on the UK's progress in this week's studio update. I say, come for the UK report, stay for the post-show sneaky peeky. Mm, sneaky peeky. <laughs> and you didn't even and, have to you know, water dollar bills. <laughs> no. Um, and oh I, I, they really should have called this episode UK Studio Report with Aaron Roberts because... <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, the, the level design stuff was was, was, was nice, was fine. You know, it was, it was interesting stuff and, and seeing how they're doing the modular and how they're able to, you know, with the procedural generation, how they have, you know, all these tools that they're building in order to be able to rapidly develop, um, you know, new... Uh, new cities or, or, or settlements or what have you. Uh, truck stops, I, I think, is sort of the mm-hmm. thing now, isn't yeah. it? Because we're getting ready for 3.0. The truck stops are important. I hope they have, you know, like you can get those uh, those giant mugs for your coffee first thing in the morning, and they have like the really highly caffeinated coffee. I hope they have that. Oh, no. All I can think about is when, when they say truck stops, I immediately think space truck stops, and obviously space balls comes to mind <laughs> uh, with the alien that goes out of the guy's stomach. I mean, that is, I want that. When what he have? Yeah, it's the, special. <laughs> the special check, please. Check, please. <laughs> I want that. So, um, but it was a fantastic show. I, I, I myself really liked the um, the new tools that Aaron Roberts showed that they're using to create the mission chains and the, the star systems, and, and of course the ships at the end. It just it was more visual awesomeness. Uh, but you know that it was it was incredible. It was really nice. And we've seen awesome on that level so many times before. I was just kind of like, yeah, that's really cool. That's great. That's great. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No. What do you guys think? You're absolutely right. You know, I watch it. And first off, I want to say these new ATV structure that they've done is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though they just reused that footage for the um, for the monthly report. But regardless, mm-hmm. if anyone caught that, uh, regardless, yeah, that in-depth stuff's really nice. And yeah. We did see a lot of fancy, fun, you know, ship stuff again, mm. which is cool. Yeah. I don't mind that. Actually, no. I, I find myself more interested in the technical things now. You know, how they're, yeah, building, me too. How they're building those missions or how they're doing the, uh, um, the uh, you know, the um, level of design. How they're putting on those little, you know, they're, they're figuring out ways to put those pieces together in interesting ways and how to, you know... Um, you know, automate as much as possible, then come in with that last, you know, the last ten percent, really make it make it special. That right. stuff really interests me at this point. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's. Um. I. I think that that we've kind of gotten to the point where 
the the incredible visuals, and we got we got to see some visuals on ships that we hadn't seen visuals of that fidelity before. I believe like the Reclaimer, and yeah. there was some more some more Idris stuff. Um, but it's it's and it's it's fun and it's exciting, but it's not it's not uh, jaw dropping like it used to be, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, that just means that there's that much more of it. But I think um, you know, given that there's been sort of a, a um, not a shortage, but there's been less, you know, uh, information coming out uh, of late um, that this kind of uh, hit everybody like, wow, we're back. Um, and so I don't know. I just I I didn't I, I didn't think it was as as earth shattering as uh, some other folks uh, seem to have uh, have found it. But I, it's, it was great. It, it's still good. But you know the the stuff with I thought with Aaron and like you know the 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 grabby hands thing. You know the or the inner thought that yeah. they showed with you know grabby. Uh, I thought that that was that was. Uh, Equally, if not more interesting, just because we get to see some of the uh, the, the techniques for um, uh, for how we're going to interact in the universe. Not so much, you know. Here's another awesome ship interior. Yeah. And keep in mind too, those that was the first. That, they even said that that was their first. Uh, what they call it? Um, try at that. At those mm-hmm. at those grabby. You know the new the new way they're planning on inter- implementing using things. That was their first mm-hmm. first run through. So that's going to be iterated on like crazy. So. But even that first one was kind of cool. I kind of liked the one where they he was manipulating the little clock thingy, Majig or whatever they've showed on a couple weeks ago too. Um, more than the the dot appearing on your screen sort of thing, right? But right. Um, I also want to see hands move. You know, if they do, they're doing kind of that quick swipe animation, which once again, obviously, is just a first iteration of it. I'm sure it'll change, but uh, right, right, yeah, I would really like to see. And I know they said that they were working on those, the uh, what would they call it, the metrics for picking up things and whatnot, and they're dialing those in. So that's fine. I'm sure it'll be different, but uh, well, like they this week they showed uh, the uh, the guy going up to the MetaPen dispenser, and uh, you know, they you got a, a an inner thought prompt, and he hit it, and it was. You didn't really see what happened. You just saw the hand head in that direction, and then uh, the uh, the prompt went away. So, yeah. But you know, I think that yeah, that certainly they they want you know they're 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 putting in guys with buckets mopping the floor. You're, there's definitely going to be some more some more uh, animations to be uh, added into uh, uh, tasks like uh, you know restocking your medipens. Yeah. And Ace, what did you think of the uh, the way they were doing the cockpit? Did you watch it at all? I watched it, um, and I've, I feel like AT, the ATV was a great episode. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not like super excited about super new ship, fancy ship design. Dies. I'm with Gleep on this. Like seeing the inner thought system happen in in cockpits that we've already seen, but seeing it in function was the thing that interested me the most. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, you know. I love the giant super fancy Idris, but now I want to see the giant super fancy Idris in gameplay, yeah. used for things, I want to see right. it doing you know, things, right? Yeah, doing things. That's the right. thing. Like it looks, it looks gorgeous, and like man, that'll make for a, a real badass wallpaper. But like that's all it's going to uh, be is a wallpaper. Who wants to see a reclaimer point. eat a ship? Ooh, yes. I do. Right. I do. I want to yes. see it take its crabby hands. Um, nom 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 like nom. Like I'm thinking of like a crab. I want to see it take its crabby hands and grab onto stuff. And yes, I am doing the motion. Ooh, or like a praying mantis. You know, <laughs> I want to see it clamp on and then pull it up to its mouth and just nom 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 through the side of something. That's what I want. I wanted to be filled with vandal children. Yeah. <laughs> well, that got dark quick. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, do those. Uh, um, 
those things are 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 people memes where like we're like that's got the little like little hands and the little emoji eyes. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. nom 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 nom. Yeah, nom exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, I think it was it was really uh, it was really good, but I, I'm totally with Ace. You know, let's let's see it doing stuff too. You know, so but I mean, but that's you know, there's nothing at all to complain about with that episode. I'm just I'm just saying I thought I think people were were kind of over the top a little bit about how awesome the uh, the the uh, the ship porn was. Yeah. A lot of people waiting for the reclaimer. That's a big one. That's that's. I yeah, mean, that's, that's totally one. fair. That, I mean, if it had been an endeavor, I would be right along there with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it wasn't, so I'm not. So well, they good. they did show they did show some of the whole the whole series with the whole animation. That was hey, I don't have one of those either. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I liked seeing how big Gleep. that is. Gleep, you are, you are like Schrodinger's starship, though. You have all the ships and none of the ships at once. <laughs> no I one do. knows exactly what ships he has until they open him up. Including me. <laughs> until you op- open the hangar door, and then all the possible universes collapse into one. <laughs> That's right. And he, we find out he never had any ships at all. <laughs> at all. I was never here. <laughs> it was this never conversation. Oh, never man. Happened. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, let's um, uh, let's move on to the other thing that happened last week, which I thought was was uh, was interesting. Well, actually, it was interesting, but um, uh, here for different reasons, I think. Um, Ten for the chairman with Tony Z and uh, Chris Roberts. And uh, first things first, here the questions for this ten four were selected by popular vote over on the spectrum. And last time, uh, we touched upon uh, the exceptionally eloquent submission of one Jimmy Jackson Croker. Who unfortunately is not with us this evening? But who would have guessed that most eloquent and by gum interesting question was not selected, and it was not selected in part because we yes that's right we neglected to turn the gaze of the great littlest eye that is the media megaforce we call the first cast upon the task of ensuring that the cream would in fact rise to the top. So in other words, we forgot to tell everyone to go vote for Jimmy's question. So there's that. Uh, so I'm going to read the prompt for the uh, the question over there off off of the spectrum, and in part it says this edition will feature special guest director of the Persistent Universe Tony Zervik, who will be covering the professions of 3.0 with a specific emphasis on cargo and mining. Please post your relevant professions-based questions in this thread, and be sure to use our new spectrum feature to add votes to questions you'd like to see answered on the show. So, um, I, you know, I, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer here. I just, I, I was kind of disappointed by this because, um, you know, it's what ended up getting upvoted and what ended up getting discussed, discussed had very little to do with 3.0. It had mostly to do with professions, but it was questions having to do with more to do with the long-term game than it did to do with 3.0. And, you know, this thing was, was, I mean, I know I was excited to hear about this thing. And I know when, when they posted the, the, the question in the thread, it's like, this is great. We're going to get some new information about 3.0 because that's the thing that we're, we're looking forward to at this point. But that's not what happened. And I get that. And I think that part of the problem here, or a contributing factor, it's not a problem, a contributing factor to what ended up happening was the method by which they selected the questions was they just allowed people to go vote, what do you want to hear answered? So, And there was no restriction on what could be posted. They asked, they, they provided a prompt, they asked that you uh, post questions to do with professions in 3.0, but they didn't delete posts that didn't have uh, to do with 3.0 necessarily. So a lot of questions that 
you know, only tangentially had to do with 3.0, um, and uh, a couple even didn't really have much to do with professions, got upvoted quite a bit, and that's what we ended up getting. Okay, I get that. So when you do the show, come out and say that. Don't title the episode Professions in Alpha 3.0, because that's not what we got. And so I was, I came away kind of disappointed about about what uh, this show ended up being. I was really, you know, I felt a little bit like, um, you know, like at CitizenCon when we were expecting a vertical slice of Squadron 42 and there was no communication and the day of happens and they go, oh yeah, and by the way, we're not going to do that today. You know, it's it's still, I, I feel like this is bad communication again and um, I find it really frustrating um, and I just, you know, it, it, it's it's so simple. It would have been so simple for them just to change the title of the episode and for Chris to make a, a, a comment at the top of the show saying, uh, look, this is the prompt that we gave you guys. These are the questions that got upvoted. So Tony and I are, uh, yeah, Tony and I are going to answer these questions. Great. And that and that's what we do. But don't, don't title it Professions in 3.0 and then not address Professions in 3.0 specifically. I don't know. What do you guys think? You want to go first, Ace? I think you're being. Um, firstly, I I I think Tony Zervek is an amazing idea man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when him and Chris get together, it's amazing. But I generally don't watch these sort of things mm-hmm. because so often it is uh, lots of really great ideas and not a whole lot of brass tacks. Mm-hmm. And. First again, for somebody who's coming in for the first time, who's never you know done any of this, it, it, it's great to hear that stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, we've had you know for me at least, I, we've had what three or four years of great ideas, mostly generalities and not quite as much brass tacks yet. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I saw some of this, and you know, for the most part, it was about what I expected that they would answer some general questions about 3.0 and a lot of it would be just sort of be speculation questions about other things that are generally in the verse mm-hmm. because that's the things that are, most people are, are interested in. I understand your quibble about, about episode titling, but I'm honestly not that surprised. I mean, they it's a hard distinction to make between uh, what you want to say, like giving everything away mm-hmm. and keeping things some things back for surprise both on the developers, I wait in the sort of sense that, like, you know, if you said you want to do this, then the developer comes back and says, "Well, I don't know if we can really do that." Um, but also surprise in terms of gameplay that that you know, if you tell them everything that's going to happen, then there's you know not a lot of surprise when they finally get to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, sometimes sometimes you know we've all had the experience where you go and watch a movie trailer, and by the time the trailer's done, you're like, "Well, I don't see the movie anymore." I've seen the whole right, trailer. Right, it, right. It's the whole thing, uh, and, I, and I can see that there's some of that here. That that, and and, and at the same extent, you know, I wonder how much they have about professions at 3.0 that they really can just have like nailed down right away. Like, bam, then here's why? It. Then why put the prompt up there to begin with? Uh, I I I, I can't say. I, I would guess maybe they expected to get questions on that. I, and, and I guess the question I would ask is. Were the majority of questions about professions in 3.0? No. Like, the overall? No. No, they weren't. Hmm. No, they weren't. I think, no. uh, I think generally, were they all about 3.0? No. Hmm. Were they 
I, you know, I'm trying to remember all the questions and kind of how they did, how they answered them. I, I think <clears throat> what Chris did, you could tell during during it what he was doing is he tried to answer the questions as best he could, and then Tony would extrapolate and extemporize upon mm-hmm. that question um, ad nauseum until Chris brought it back. The guy really mm-hmm. likes to talk. He's that, very, very that interesting is, That to is what to. Tony Zervek does. He's very, very interesting that is to listen his thing. to. Yeah. I really, really enjoy hearing yes. him and Chris talk because you get a whole lot of random information that you never would have known. And you get to hear what their thought process is and how they're doing stuff. Um, but it's not very focused. It isn't very focused. Well, he is, but in terms of if you want to deal with the minutia of every single bit of, of information he's going to tell you about. Um, however, going back to 3.0... One thing to keep in mind is, A, what they're doing is giving a... A lot of it was, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking of doing. This is what the plan is for 3.0. This is what we've kind of nailed down. This is what we're doing-ish. And then here's where it's going. You know, there was a lot of that. Um, A lot of that with the cargo stuff, talking about how they were doing different things. uh, A whole lot about that with the mining. And I think what we did is... I, I think what it amounts to... Uh, yeah, a lot of the questions didn't necessarily have to do with 3.0, but on the other hand, he did skip over things that they thought that, I mean, he said it right off the bat, some stuff they just didn't, they really couldn't talk about. They just didn't have the info, they just didn't, didn't know what they were going to do. Well, that's, you see, this, that's my point, is that it's it sounds like it's a question that shouldn't have been asked. Well, but that's you know? what happens. The ones they couldn't do, they skipped over. He said that. No, 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 no. Not not the the questions that the 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 uh, backer questions or the uh, um, spectrum questions. The the prompt itself. Well, I think it's like if Chris and Tony can't answer the questions because they're, they're not, it's not enough nailed it down to it. Why do you beg the question? Well, I think the questions they answered or the questions they skipped weren't ones. I did go back and look at the ones that they had skipped. Um, and the one, they were really just, I mean, off the wall, like something that'd be very, very in-depth about a feature that really wouldn't exist in 3.0 at, at any at any person's understanding of what 3.0 might be. Um, and I think the thing to keep in mind, too, is that some of the stuff that did come up that was very, very interesting, too, is not to be overlooked. Uh, things like that they're adding... You know, adding different stuff in, they're shifting around priorities. Something that you know, he, they even said you know stuff that was, uh, you know, uh, you know was supposed to be in three point two or three point one could potentially be in three point depending on how things go. You know, and, and things are getting shuffled around as they, you know, as depending on the time frames and how they fit stuff in. So that kind of thing is something to keep in mind too. Did we get? Mm-hmm. Did we get exactly what was advertised? No. Was what we and. That's a huge problem for for them coming out of CitizenCon and coming out of off of the holiday live stream. Well, I guess what are you really looking for? My problem is is for this. I actually enjoyed it very much. I got a lot of information. I didn't. Um, I wasn't trying to hold to the literal interpretation of what it was supposed to be initially um, because they, they said very early on that we are going to take the top voted questions on Spectrum. This is how you guys Which are doing it. Which could have been anything. Yeah. yeah. So, well, then why didn't they just post it? What are you most interested in hearing more of? Oh. Tony Z, me and Tony Z are going to be there. You guys know what we do. What are the questions you want to ask us most? We'll take the top voted ones. Don't tease the hotness that everyone is waiting for, and then don't deliver on that on on well, that promise. But I think they did. I mean, they did talk about cargo stuff, what they were actually planning on doing, how they were planning on doing it. Not specifically what's going to be in 3.0. Well, 
Well, they were taking questions about things related to about 3.0. cargo, which is going to be in 3.0, sure. but not specifically what we're going to be able to do in 3.0. Ah, see, you were looking for exact details about about what, what was going to be about in 3.0. professions in Alpha 3.0, which is the title of the show. Ah, see, I see. I don't look at it as being. See, I read that differently. Um, I took it as we're not looking for, you know, we're not going to give you all the details regarding the stuff. I took it as ask us the questions about professions as they apply to 3.0, you know, with cargo and mining being the emphasis, because those are the ones we're really putting in, really, you know, but allowing for people to talk about things like, you know, the mercenary stuff, you know, maybe, you know, whatever, all the other crap that's going in there as well. So to me, it was more of an open. It was it, to me. I read that as much more open. Not we're going to give you a data dump of exactly what what three will have. Right. Well, that's that's my, and that's my my overall complaint yeah. is that you know coming off of Citizen Con, coming off of the holiday live stream, you you don't have latitude for ambiguity. You have got to do a better job of communicating. You have to realize that communication is an issue and you have to get on top of that. Get ahead of it. And they don't do that. Okay. Frustrating. I can see where you're coming from. I I, I think I would respectfully disagree at the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's all the eye of the beholder. Or in this case, the oh, eye yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I, just, I don't know. I just... Uh, this is... It's one of my pet peeves, I guess. Okay. So, um, but and you know, and at the at the end of it, it, I, it was like you know, Ace said, it's like I come out of it going, oh, okay. So that was just more you know, uh, Tony Z extrapolating on the big ideas in his head. It's fun stuff, but that's that's not what I was expecting. So, okay. Um. All right. Well. Cool. Cool. Excellent. 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 God, look at the time. It, we must have been having fun. It, it the RB time is gone. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. um, let's see. So, looking through here, guns, um, guns, oh. guns, guns. <laughs> God, you know we're not going to have time for guns. We're not going to have time for guns. <sighs> but see, that was the behind-the-scenes bit that I really enjoyed. Was well, the, let's do it. Let's do it quickly then. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This was from I, the previous week. From the previous week, from uh, the weapons pipeline with uh, Todd Pappy uh, and all them key beats he was talking about. Mm-hmm. that was the thing that that. Was a that was like breath of fresh air like bits was like, here's how we make the weapons. Here's the pipeline for doing that. Here's how it's similar to ships and stations, and here's how we make all that work. Uh, like here's what goes into that design, that building. It felt a little bit like a miniature version of uh, next right starship, or like you know discussing on the iteration, the iteration, or like ship shape, where it's like, this is how we build these. These is how the things are made. Here's here's them in play. Here are they how they work and. Uh, how the team feels about them, like stuff like that, I thought was uh, a breath of fresh air in a way that you know we we don't see that often. It's like uh, you know I I love seeing the new ships like like beautiful vistas of them, mm-hmm. but I really want to see them in white box and have them described about how they're built. You know I I think part of the problem with CIG is that on the one hand they don't want to show how the sausage is made, but uh, for a lot of us that's the reason we signed up is, is that we. You know, we 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 want to see how that sausage is made. Acer, mm-hmm. uh, are you a, are you a subscriber? Uh, I'm I'm not a subscriber, but I I get enough information between Reddit, Immerger, uh, other podcasts, the stuff that they print out that I get a fairly good beat on what's going on. Ever, but I'm not a subscriber directly. Have you ever seen the Jump Point magazines? 
They do? I, I see all the jump point scans when they come out. I do. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So I've seen the stuff for the uh, the the new Aurora model, which yeah. looks absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, and I'm super excited to see what that looks. What, you know, what's that like in the future? Okay, yeah, you just mentioned the Aurora is in. You mentioned the sausage, and that's pretty much the yeah, jump point. There's a lot of sausage. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a lot of sausage, sausage being made. So that's why. I, uh, well, but I mean, but I mean, like to the larger community. I think I feel like uh, subscribers get a, a lot of that, but that uh, the average community doesn't really see much of that at all um what we get a lot of is sort of uh sort of half directional uh fluff i.e this that uh, you know gleeps gleeps uh, a frustration um and then occasionally brilliant bits of of narrative based sort of descriptions about what's going on i mean the the whole road to citizen con that we got after citizen con that sort of explained like here's the the thinking process and like Yes, it was painful, but it was also like illuminating to see how all this would happen and why this didn't work out, but this did, and what what resulted from that. That was something that you 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 almost never see. I mean, you know, it's only later, usually years later, does there like a, a video game documentary come out that describes uh, what happened to a particular game. Where mm-hmm. you know, most times you're just sort of left wondering. Why did this game come out half baked? Did this game not succeed? Or this game never did see light of day? Uh, rarely do you ever get a chance to see that that actual development phase. And I feel like for a lot of us, that's partly why we're interested is that we back not just for a great space game, but to see that development in progress. And yes. So long way, long way around the corner. I loved seeing the making of the weapons. It was really cool to watch. What What did you think about it, Mark? Uh, I liked it. I like weapons. Did you? They were cool. <laughs> uh, I like, I like seeing the new stuff. I like seeing uh-huh. kind of what I think they should work like and then seeing if that makes sense or not. And, you know, for the most part, these guys are pretty good. So, really no complaints there. Yeah. One of my Point favorite images is... Enemy. One of my favorite images is uh, the uh, the guys sitting in the office holding, you know, these lifelike models, you know. Like, it's kind of like, hmm, that, that looks strange and scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys walking around the office with these uh, these uh, realistic looking weapons. So. Yeah, those are uh, those are likely airsoft one to one replicas that he's that they're carrying. I, I, you can call them whatever you want. I call them scary. <laughs> well, well, I've I've used uh, uh, I used to do airsoft in college, and mm-hmm. the guns you use in airsoft are exact almost to to the almost to the weight and size. I have a mm-hmm. bare metal MP five A four, and it is heavy and it has a full size scope on it and when you when you carry that thing it feels like a real rifle and it looks like it uh so yeah i, I saw that and i was like that's probably an airsoft rifle that he has there and they're expensive too 200 300 in some cases Ooh, not wow. cheap yeah wow oh yeah it's an expensive hobby w- what do you do with it you shoot people uh you got in the woods and you don't go to jail uh, no, it's little, little, they're little tiny electronic uh, uh, drivers inside, like a little mass driver, and they fire little tiny BBs that are usually biodegradable. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending upon the feet per second, you know, either anywhere from 200 to 300, uh, uh, maybe 350 feet per second mm-hmm. uh, in an indoor arena. Outdoor arena, somewhere around 460 or so uh, at, at, the, at, the, at the high end. And it's like a, it's it basically like laser tag for adults. I mean, you've got throat mics and radios and and uh, sky's uh, the limit. Big old sky's yeah, the limit. sky's. I mean, have you ever done? Have you done airsoft, Mark? Yeah, I've done. I've done a few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a bunch of the best way to describe when I sold all, I sold all of my airsoft gear uh, not that long ago. Um, all of the all of the gear that I didn't need, and uh, the best description I heard while I was in the shop was. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
playing army, but for 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 geeks and grown-ups. Like you dress up in army gear and you go out in the forest and you tromp around carrying a a, a, a replication rifle and you shoot at each other playing basically a capture the flag. But it's an expensive hobby. It's not cheap. Yeah. Well. Um, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, God, the guys, there is so much stuff we didn't get to here, you know. And and of course, before we started, I'm like, you know, gosh, I hope we have enough. And Jimmy's not here, and he's usually good for stretching stuff out. <sighs> wow. But instead, there's like oh. half a show yet to do. I know. I, I know. Well, some of this I'm going to I'm going to be able to save until next time. Some of it is just not going to make it. Uh, one thing, uh, real quick, before we get out of here, um, them Tavarans. Yes. Um, you know, we had talked about the religion last time. They did have a religion, um, and this is from... I'll put a link in the show notes. Originally, the Tavaran followed Rejora. Rejora. Hi, you even had a pronunciation thing, and I still, be still butchered it. That, too. Yes. It's a warrior code similar to Bushido on ancient Earth. The Tavaran believed in honor, fealty, and duty above all else. Breaking their strict code meant excommunication or even execution in extreme cases. After their defeat in the first war and the loss of their homeworld, the code began to lose popularity. The second Tavaran War was an attempt to reclaim Tavaran, the Tavarans' previous glory. When it failed miserably, the last believers of Rejora flung themselves toward Kalith, burning up in the atmosphere and crashing into the planet. Now that's dedication. Uh, the first survivors of, or the few survivors of the race, abandoned their beliefs for good. This climactic period was known among the Tavaran as the Purge, during which time most of the Tavaran destroyed their codices. Ooh, that sounds painful. Uh, which is the holy writ of Rajora. So, anyway, I thought that I came across that. I don't know how I came across that. I just did. Um, but uh, I thought that following up, because we had uh, had supposed that uh, we didn't have a whole lot of information about religion in uh, in the lore to this point. So, just noticed that. Thought I'd point it out. Uh, thanks for coming along with me. All right, so guys, anything else? Uh, uh, it's codices. Yeah, co- codices. So you know. Codices. I, I, you and your Not words. codices. Yes, I was <laughs> glad, you, glad you caught him on that. I, I, I don't know words. It's, a, it's fine. You put uh, the big I, ones in there. You got to know how to say them. I, I, I type pretty fast, but I don't know the <laughs> type, words. I type good. It, it means, you know, it, it <laughs> means good. he's well-read. He doesn't necessarily say the words often, but he reads them frequently, so he's well-read. Then. Yeah. Well, that's okay. <laughs> and I, I, I copy and paste like a champ. Those words oh, that okay. you read when you read books, you know, I, I'm an avid reader. Way when to you're burst reading, the bubble. And you find the weird word, and you, you say it in your head one way, and then you hear someone mm-hmm. say it, you're like, oh my god, that's how you say that word? Mm-hmm. Holy crap, mm-hmm. I thought it was, you know, whatever. <laughs> I can't, I'm telling you a good one, but yeah, yeah, it happens all the time. There you go. Okay. All right. So, uh, guys, in two days, I'm getting real close to Mark here, less than two days, uh, we're looking forward to the 2.2 or 2.6.2 to live. Uh, so, hopefully, uh, we won't discuss it on the next show because the next show is getting recorded in about 15 minutes and it won't be out before then. So, uh, but uh, we are looking forward to it uh, and we will uh, be downloading like themes as soon as it becomes available. But in the meantime, please do go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's ENJIN.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc, where you can find rebroadcasts of our shows throughout the work, the work, the <laughs> week. Work, those works. Including, you can also hear uh, Jimmy's show, Quantum Drive, which apparently has gotten him quite in Dutch. See, because the Vandal were listening <laughs> to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy just had to work late. Is all that happened? But you know, no, no, he's he's kidnapped by Vanduul. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Yay, kidnap. Um, check out the new INN. You can find it at imperialnews.network. You can reach this podcast. Our email address is comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use that hashtag TGWS. You never know what you'll find. Our RSI, Star Citizen Organization, can be found at robertsonspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. Or we're on that spectrum thing now. robertsspaceindustries.com slash spectrum slash community slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Okay, hang on, guys. A chicane revert tests a mom studying sour zit compacting. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Ace! I'm so confused. Yeah. I feel like we've officially gone off the deep end as far as references go. I have a I'm bright, shiny Azimine. quarter for the first person that figures that out. Uh, you can find all my information in the show. It's along with my sanity. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I will see y'all later. Uh, come find me in the Team Speaks, uh, where I'll be publicly mourning uh, the awkward uh, uh, animation. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it real soon. This little preview for next show. Pay attention to the next, next show. show. Yeah, Mark. tune in. Tune in. Mark, hear Ace Cry. Where we talk about... <laughs> Your ace crying. crying. I don't know, Ace. Maybe you won't. Or maybe you will. Tune in next time. I'm Mad Cow. Or Mark. You can find me at madcow1001 at gmail.com or mark at firstcast.org or mark hashtag 4531. Actually, it's madcow4531 on Discord uh, or TeamSpeak or another game I'm playing or just come find me. Uh, I also take pigeons. Um, I have a coop. I don't have many in there. I don't know exactly how that works, but I'm pretty sure eventually someone sends me notes, and then I have a bunch of pigeons, then which then I can send other people. I'm, I'm, I think there's a housing thing involved are you gonna there. Start, are you going to start a pigeon business? I don't really know. <laughs> I'm not really... Bring back the 1800s, baby. I'm really not versed on this too well. So if someone knows about how to do proper... What, what, what pigeoneering? I don't even know what. What would you mean? <laughs> pigeoneering? Pigeoneering? And and and, and, and follow up. Can I have colorful pigeons? The gray is kind of annoying. So can we do like uh, I don't know, like puce, perhaps purple. Uh, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Puce, let me know. Puce pigeon. All right. That's all I've got, guys. <laughs> all right. Until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been the verse cast. Bye. See ya. Mark? I can't remember. What's he say? I, can't, I totally forgot. I can't remember. No. Jimmy. Jimmy saying air quotes. I think Jimmy says. Yes. And air quotes. <laughs> Don't forget. And air quotes. Richard Fingers. Richard Fingers.